around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. Rome, well, I take you around this great big world. Connect with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Well, and back at it we are. Hello again, everyone. Welcome aboard America's number one travel radio show. It is just after 10 a.m. Eastern time. It is Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. And from coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on TuneIn, we have a jam-packed two hours ahead today as we all get back to talking everything and everything and anything in the world of travel with you. All right, good morning, Mary and RJ. Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Can't complain. Rudy, after we had the Memorial Day holiday weekend off last week, are you rested and ready to go up there in Minnesota? I certainly am, yes. Summer came here, and I'm feeling good. The sun's out, and yes, I'm strong and ready to go. Going to L.A. on Wednesday, though, and you just told me you were there for all week, and you only got two hours of sun. So. Yes, yeah, two hours of sun between. and blue was, sky. That was it. It was but, total gray haze. So, Bobby, listen, you know, down there in Dallas, I know the Cowboys are your team, uh, but after another win last night uh, over the Mariners, how, how's the Metroplex feeling about the first-place Texas Rangers these days? I think a lot better than the New York area is feeling about the Yankees. Uh, we, we've got a great baseball team out here, Robert, and uh, we're feeling rather confident. <laughs> yeah, well, Yankees dodge it. But can I tell you, Bobby, the Yankees and the Rangers, uh, and frankly, they, they they all have about the same record right now, but the Yankees are in third place. The Dodgers and the uh, uh, the Yankees are, you know, the Dodgers, I'm sorry, and the Rangers are in first place. So thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. Thanks for starting off. Yeah, I can't, re- can't relate as a first place team to what it's like to be in third, but uh, <laughs> that sounds tough. Alrighty. Doesn't matter where we are. Let's see how we end. Alrighty. All right. so, I'm uh, going to move us along. <laughs> Let's get to the results of our latest travel polls that involved Memorial Day weekend and talk about how many of our show fans voted. And they, of course, you can vote at rmworldtravel.com right there on the homepage. First question, where is your idea? ideal place to spend the Memorial Day holiday weekend and the results 23% of you said that you wanted to spend Memorial Day weekend at a community parade or memorial service 22% of you chose beach or lake 16% said staying local 13% of you wanted to go to a theme park 11% chose a big city 8% other and another 8% for the mountains well, uh, I, well, listen, we, we enjoy it we had a, a we went to parade. our community parade Literally. in town yeah we definitely yeah. did uh, Rudy what did you do for Memorial Day weekend Nothing. I actually read a book. No lake house? No, no lake house. sometimes you go to a lake. Yeah. No, didn't go up north, mm-hmm. as they say here, to a mm-hmm. cabin. No, did nothing. I was, it was, you know, I'd been, uh, you know, I'd been a week in England, a week in Italy. I was exhausted. No, I, you know, big city, though. It's not, not doing well. Big city uh, for folks. I guess they all get out of it for the holiday I weekend, think a lot so. of people leave the city yeah. and go out to yeah. the lake and the yeah, beach. That's and probably why they're yeah. All right, question two that we asked. What national holiday typically has you traveling the most? Uh, I would say hmm. for us, probably July Fourth, President's Weekend. We travel a lot. That's not an option. We here. do, yeah. yeah we, but we're always on the. These results the didn't yeah. surprise me. All right, here are the results. Uh, Thanksgiving, twenty-nine percent. Which, Rudy, we're always, you know, it was probably time to start talking about getting those uh, Thanksgiving yeah. flights in, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and Christmas. Too. Christmas. That's yeah. number two. Number mm-hmm. two, eighteen percent. Independence Day, uh, that would be seventeen percent. Memorial Day, just fourteen percent. Labor Day, ten percent. Other seven percent. Maybe that is the President's Day holiday right there. Right. New Year's, five percent. So, Bobby, when do you travel most? Uh, any national holiday typically? <laughs> uh, typically, if we're gonna go, it'll be something like July Fourth or Memorial Day. Yeah. But uh, no traveling this year so far. 
RJ, do you have one that you've liked? Well, no, I was just going to say I was surprised that Christmas was so high, but then at the same time, I think, you know, you really don't really travel on Christmas if you have kids, but if you don't have kids or if you're a little older, then, you know, yeah. you want to well, go or, see your family. So. Or to go see family. Exactly, yeah. so that makes more sense. But in our yeah. family, we always like having everyone come to us at Christmas. So. Right, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Rudy's always on the move at all, every holiday, practically, so, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I have said I wouldn't mind going to Austria. Christmas week. Well, we did that a few years ago. Right, but Waterworth. no, I mean, cr correct. We went the yeah. week before Christmas, yeah, but was which was Christmas so festive markets. and the Christmas markets, but even at some point to go between Christmas and New Year's, I wouldn't mind doing Do you have that. a holiday, Rudy, that you like to travel the most or not travel? Well, I don't like to travel during the prime times, like, you know, the yeah. Friday before Thanksgiving, or excuse me, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and Sunday thereafter. I just try to avoid those high days, but you're right, right because I, I'm a lonely guy living alone here in Minnesota. I try to go see the family in San Francisco or, or, or England. And, but, uh, you know, Listen, it's tragic. Uh, tragic, us, Mary, folks. tragic. Yes, it's very tragic uh, that you were alone in Italy and then yeah, and but go to our having great travel, meals folks. last week. You know, Rudy, I think we, you know, we, we can turn the show into Rudy's dating show. Uh, no. uh, contact <laughs> us at rmworldtravel.com. Contact us. We'll forward them all to Rudy. All right. He can screen them, and he can come visit you. The next oh, time. a family! <laughs> it would be so nice. <laughs> okay. All right, well, all right. Now we're gonna we're gonna uh, segue uh, from that. We're gonna get to the travel news roundtable. I'm gonna start us off. So you know, back in 2007. Uh, this actually show this show actually existed in a different form back then. Uh, news came that China has you know they they stole blueprints for Boeing 737 with plans to develop a competitor to the world's best-selling jet. And the Airbus A320. 16 years later, this past Sunday, well, China's homegrown C-19 passenger jet made its uh, maiden commercial flight. Uh, it was a flight between uh, Shanghai and Beijing. There were about um, 30 people on the plane, along with a number of public folks. They, they, they had like 10,000 people sign up for the flight. Uh, they had a number of government officials as well. So the Comac C919 is now it's got a maximum range of about 3,500 miles. It's seating 192 people. It's going to be interesting to see how it stands up as from as far as its safety, its fuel efficiency, its you know reliability, and so forth. And acceptance. Know, acceptance, exactly. Except, well, I guess the question is, would you fly on a Chinese plane? And RJ, you brought up something when I mentioned so, this before. Yeah, the thing that's interesting about that is it has American-made engines. Uh, right. The engines are a joint venture between. Pratt & Whitney and CFM, which is another joint venture between GE and a French company. So pretty reliable engine technology. Uh, but it's still old technology of the plane. Yeah, and it looks a little bit outdated. It yeah, does. it does look outdated. So the, the 737, the MAX, and the A320neo are far uh, more advanced. It's night and day. Yeah. But I also read it could take years to get approved by... U.S. and European regulators. Yeah, but the Chinese—they—they they have all these. They need all yeah. these planes. So I don't really. Yeah. Would you fly on a Chinese plane? I would not. Uh, well, I—it I, I, doesn't sound real inviting. No, that because it's not as technologically advanced as uh, Airbus and Boeing. But um, you know, if I had to get from A to B in China, I guess I'd get on one. But I wouldn't want to take it for a long distance. And I. I think the early adapters will be, you know, states or countries that China has made inroads in, you know, mm -hmm. by building dams for them and stuff and saying, okay, now you got to buy our planes or we're going to give them to you, at, you know, for nothing so, to get them in so, the air. So I know, RJ, you've got a new story that we were just talking about. Do you want to go with that? Yes, yeah, so really briefly. Um, uh, we may be familiar. Uh, Carnival, they have their new Venezia cruise ship, which will be uh, launching at a Manhattan cruise terminal on June 15th, just two weeks from now. And that ship was formerly with their sister company, Costa Cruises, but now is joining the Carnival line. So it already had a godmother, but since they're relaunching it under Carnival, they've announced that, that it's going to have a godfather, for which is unheard of almost. And uh, Jay Leno, comedian Jay Leno, is going to be uh, 
Godfather with <laughs> Carnival Venezia. Mr. Car Guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, but not only that, he's Italian and he's yeah. a comedian. So Carnival, they figured the Venezia is all about Venice, Italy. And, um, you know, they want to have a fun time. So Italian comedian, Jay Now, Wall, now that, that Rudy, I would go on the, the, uh, the new Carnival of Venezia uh, as far sure. as with Jay Leno. That would be fun. Yeah, when I don't think that? he's going to be on all the cruises. June 15th. <laughs> June 15th. Is he going on that inaugural cruise, do you think? Uh, there's a celebratory event the day before yeah. it's launched. No, yeah. So, RJ, you, know, you and he, Mr. Car Guys, you have to catch up. You know, it's right here in New York. So. Well, he's comedian first on that side you know, okay. with that, but mm -hmm. I would agree. I would agree. Rudy, anything <laughs> real quick? Well, I'm sort of t stepping into RJ's territory, but you know, Waymo has been testing out driverless cars in the Phoenix area for years. They've now hooked up with Uber later this year. You'll be in a 125-mile radius around Phoenix. You'll be able to call an Uber and get a driverless car. Well, look at that. Okay, see, a lot, lot, to, lot going on out there, folks. Up next, Jeff Freeman, CEO of the U.S. Travel Association, is going to join us. We've got a lot to get to with Jeff, a lot to get to with the rest of the segments today over the next two hours. Don't go anywhere. 90% of the show is still ahead. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under Sponsors, you'll find a direct link. Before you pack your bags for vacation season, be sure to secure your home with Simply Safe Home Security. With Simply Safe, enjoy greater peace of mind knowing your home is monitored around the clock by trained agents. Customize the perfect system for your home or even your small business in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/carry. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com/carry or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You've brought out your new shades and your new sandals, so why are you eating the same old thing over and over again? Break out of your recipe rut with HelloFresh. With 40 weekly recipe options and over 100 snacks, sides, desserts, and more, there's always something new to try and love. Join America's number one meal kit today and get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. That's code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Looking for peace of mind when it comes to your car's performance? We'll look no further than our friends at CarShield. With plans for every budget, CarShield offers protection plans that cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Plus, they offer plans that come with roadside assistance 24-7, courtesy towing and rental car options. Call CarShield today at 800-451-7776 to save 20%. That's 800-451-7776 or visit carshield.com slash carry to save 20% today or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert and Mary and our show team anytime on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Now, back to award winning RM World Travel. 
Well, with that quick three-minute break now behind us, it is time for the Chief Travel Leader Conversation. And before Mary and I get to Jeff Freeman, who is waiting for us on that show hotline, this segment of the show is sponsored by Colette. Take off for a tour with Colette. They're the best in guided travel since 1918. You can choose from travel options across all seven continents. Colette makes travel easier for you because they take care of all the details, no matter where you're going with them. And all their tours include tour managers, accommodations, transportation, great meals, of course, and more, making Colette a company that travelers can really trust. These expertly planned trips blend must-see sites with local experiences, creating unforgettable memories along with ample free time in places like Africa, Italy, Australia, Canada, the U.S., the Caribbean, and more. Join us. Visit Colette.com for more info or rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. And now for today's Chief Travel Leader Conversation, joining us on that show hotline is the CEO of the U.S. Travel Association, Jeff Freeman. Jeff, welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. How are you doing? It's good to be with you. Thank you for having me again. Well, great having you here and tuned in with folks across the country today. Listen, you know, you helped us kick off our 2023 broadcast year when you joined us back in our January 7th show. In 18 days, summer officially arrives. It's expected to be a very busy one involving travel this year. Hotel prices are high. Airfare, in many cases, is high. That may force some travelers to road trips or maybe shave a day or two off their travel. But the facts are Americans are out there traveling. International travel is improving again here in the U.S. That's good to see. So what can you report to us today on this June 3rd, Jeff, from all the contacts and data that you have? Well, I think at, at some point people feel like this um, uh, this passion to travel, this zeal that is out there, it must come to an end, right? This revenge travel coming out of the pandemic but we don't see a lot of um, uh, that on the horizon. We see incredible demand continuing. Speaking with hotel leaders, airline leaders, and others, uh, they see it. Um, there's some minor stuff around the margins that might hint at a little bit of a pullback. But we are seeing demand uh, unlike what we saw before the pandemic, both in, in the desire to travel and in willingness to spend greater sums than people spent before the pandemic. So I think it it's put the industry in a different place. You know, you, you've got some markets where leisure travel demand is so strong that it's pushing group travel out of some of these properties. That That's unheard of. Uh, so it's, you know, it, it's surprising. It's, uh, it's well-deserved for the industry that went through such a hard time. But uh, to a degree, we're all kind of looking, when is that pullback going to happen? And right now we're not seeing it. Jeff, just over a week and a half ago, the 54th annual IPW powwow was held in San Antonio. And for our listeners' purposes, this is a big travel industry event. You had around 5,000 people attend. From our own experiences attending a number of them in the past, it attracts a lot of international destinations and visitors. And it's, of course, always great to see so many destinations around the U.S. participating as well. So we'd love to get some of your takeaways from this year's particular gathering. Well, I think IPW, as you said, in San Antonio last week, it speaks to the demand that was out there. We uh, were back to pre-pandemic numbers in terms of the international buyers we had. We had about 1,300 international buyers with us in San Antonio. We had more than 200 international media that attended. And these buyers come, they, they, they meet with resorts, they meet with theme parks, they meet with rental car companies, they buy everything they need, they take it home, and they package these tours their desire to be here, their, the demand that they were getting back home uh, was off the charts. So there was tremendous energy at IPW. We had about 90,000 appointments that took place over three wow. days. Hmm. And we estimate it's going to drive about $5.5 billion in travel spend in the U.S. now over the next three years. So we feel great about IPW. I think that the issue is not the demand to come to the United States. The issue that we continue to confront is twofold. One, 
for those that need visas to come here, which are more than 40% of all of our visitors, the wait times to get these visas remain too long. We're still looking at over 500 days in Brazil, in India, in Colombia. Uh, That's obviously unacceptable. And then increasingly, it's not just the visa delay. We now have more and more problems at customs at U.S. airports where travelers are waiting one, two, three hours or more to get through customs. That's just about the worst welcome we could give people when they land. (laughs) So it's just another issue that needs to be addressed. Uh, That that is a big issue. There's no question about it. Because think about us. If we were to show up in in another country and we had to wait three, four, five hours to gain, we're not not going back. All right. So, you you know, I want to go in a little different direction. Because of the various travel restrictions and vaccination requirements that occurred during the pandemic for international travel, here we were just talking about that a little bit, you know, most domestic locations surrounding beaches, national parks, destinations built around lakes or other outdoor venues, they experienced strong tourism numbers. Big cities certainly struggled as the change in business travel impacted them a lot more. The industry is working to get that back. I mean, we'll see where that goes. Now that the world is pretty much open again for international travel, we've been told firsthand by a number of leaders that we've been meeting with, you know, involved with domestic destinations, they're expecting a return to pre-pandemic travel numbers. And in many cases, they're already seeing it. So from your perspective, I want you to talk about how important important it is for travelers to spend their money here in the U.S., the impact it has on our economy, and the various sectors of the travel world. Well, it's critical, and we've we've taken a big hit post-pandemic, because even though we have leisure going really strong, uh, we have people willing to spend, uh, we don't have business travel where it once was, we don't have group travel where it once was, and international spend right now in the United States is only at about 50% of what it was um, pre-pandemic. So while things are trending a little bit better, uh, we still have a long way to go to get back to where we were. When this industry is humming, it's one in every 10 jobs in the country. It's the number two uh, export that we have uh, in terms of international visitors coming here and spending their money here. That's an export. Uh, the Obviously, the contributions that are made at a local level, uh, I was just, just to put it in context, I was in Chicago yesterday. You know, Chicago, in a, in a pre-pandemic time, would welcome 60 million visitors. Uh, those 60 million uh, now I'm forgetting the number. I think it was about four and a half billion in spend. Um, actually, I know the numbers better than that. I'm getting it wrong. The point is the, the important role this industry plays from an economic standpoint, a social impact, a community impact is absolutely critical. We're not entirely back to where we need to be. Uh, and that's why, I mean, obviously we want people to be on the road, but I think that the good thing is coming out of the pandemic, there seems to be this newfound appreciation for experiences. Uh, rather than goods and rather than, you know, uh, material objects. Who knows if that's going to last? But that appreciation right now is certainly carrying the industry forward. Uh, And if that continues, we're all going to be a lot better off. So let's build a little bit upon breaking down some more barriers. And you mentioned long waits for visas. You mentioned custom wait and all of that. Back in January, when we last spoke, we talked about the creation of a Senate-confirmed addition to the U.S. Department of Commerce, establishing a new Assistant Secretary of Travel and Tourism, something that has lacked in the U.S., this position, which, quite frankly, I've never understood. Um, We haven't heard a lot about it. Do you have any updates on this for us? Yep. Yep. Fortunately, things are moving forward. Now, there are two things that have to happen. One, and in no particular order, one, we need to get the money for this office. It needs to be funded. Uh, there's some money available within the Department of Commerce now, but we need to get the office funded. That wasn't done when the legislation was originally passed. And two, uh, the Senate needs to identify an individual to lead this uh, role. Uh, I think on that front, we know that there is progress. There are a handful of people right now under consideration. Mm-hmm. So we're glad to see that process moving forward. And I would expect an announcement 
sometime perhaps later this summer um, or maybe a little bit early fall, which is a, a really, really good sign. Yeah. We continue to work with uh, with allies on Capitol Hill to get the funding, and I'm confident we will get the funding. Uh, it's not an enormous amount of money that's necessary to run the office. So we're, we're all going to be better off when that position is filled. You know, the U.S. is the only developed nation in the world that doesn't have the equivalent of a minister of tourism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there have been times where I've wondered, does it matter, does it not matter? And then recently I, I met with the Canadian tourism minister, and to listen to his energy, his zeal for uh, promoting travel to Canada, for having a strategy for how they were going to utilize travel to strengthen various communities, uh, just the passion that he had. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, we are missing out on that here in the United States. Uh, this position will be a critical step in the right direction. Well, yeah. it, it certainly well, I'm will I'm glad be. to hear it's moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And there has not been, like I said, we've been trying to follow that. We just have not had a lot of information. I, I am, I'm laughing when I say that they approved the position and didn't fund it. That is government. I mean, we, we can never seem to get one plus one to equal two, but at least we're working on it and, and we're moving things along. Jeff, listen, we have about three or four other items we'd like to get to with you, but I'm looking at our clock. We've got about 30 seconds left, so I don't want to cut you off and be rude. So I'm going to just say thank you very much for joining us today. We really appreciate having you aboard once again. Look forward to the next conversation, and please do keep us updated on all things U.S. travel and tourism, okay? Well, I always enjoy the opportunity, and thank you so much for what you guys do to to promote uh, travel. Uh, We're grateful for it. Well, thank you very much, Well, thank you, Jeff. Enjoy Enjoy your weekend. weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Mary Jeff Freeman, nice to reconnect with him. You know, and all of you listening across the USA via our 515 weekly stations, if you ever happen to wonder what the world of travel and all of its various sectors mean to you, well, in 2022, so last year, right, travel-generated tax revenue alleviated nearly $1,300 in taxes per U.S. household. So think about that. Yeah, and you know, travel also supported nearly 15 million American workers in 2022. These are big numbers. Yeah, they, they are really big numbers. Uh, so we're going to leave you to think about that as we get ready to take a break. And as Mary and I step aside for some important sponsor messages, Rudy and the Right Stuff on Sardinia is next before Mary and I answer emails in the D Block. And then we're going to take you to Boise, Idaho for today's destination spotlight. There are still 90 minutes to go on the show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. You've brought out your new shades and your new sandals, so why are you eating the same old thing over and over again? Break out of your recipe rut with HelloFresh. With 40 weekly recipe options and over 100 snacks, sides, desserts, and more, there's always something new to try and love. Join America's number one meal kit today and get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. That's code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Robert and I have been Hilton Honors Diamond members for years for a reason. Their award-winning guest loyalty program offers members hundreds of ways to earn and redeem points, including with select co-branded credit cards. Members can redeem points for free nights, purchases on Amazon, exclusive experiences, charitable contributions, and a whole lot more. And in addition to other benefits, members will always get the lowest prices on all Hilton hotels when they book direct on Hilton.com or on the Hilton Honors app. The program is free to join, and for all things Hilton, just go to rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show.
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Hey, we're back, and we are sponsored by LearCarry.com. You know, with all the bank issues that are cropping up, one safe bet is gold. In fact, it's currently seeing some of its highest levels ever. Smart investors value gold as a hedge against inflation. Plus, as more countries move away from doing business in U.S. dollars, our country, the value of your bank accounts, and your retirement monies are at risk. Couple that with bank upheavals in Washington politics, and this may not be prime time for America. But you can do something for yourself to protect your finances with gold and other precious metals. Highly respected financial analysts predict gold prices could soar as high as $4,000 an ounce. And although there's no magic eight ball that guarantees gold will hit that number, the trends and the facts are, if you bought gold today at their favorable prices and the cost of gold jumps close to predictions, you'll be in for a major return. Gold has outperformed the S&P 500 for the past 20 years, and gold's a terrific strategy for protecting your savings and retirement. With a risk-free purchase guarantee, 25 years of experience, and thousands of five-star reviews, join us and visit learcarry.com for more info. And as a special gift, all new customers in our audience will receive a free one-ounce silver bar for every ounce of gold that you purchase. You'll also find a link at armworldtravel.com under sponsors. You know, after Sicily, Sardinia is Italy's second largest island. It's well known as a favorite place for what we used to call the jet set. But after reading my next guest's book, I have a whole new appreciation for Sardinia beyond the trendy uh, Costa Smeralda coast. And my desire to visit there has been heightened. Jeff Biggers is a histo- an historian, journalist, playwright, and author. He's been based part-time in Italy since 1999. And his new book, his 11th, by the way, is titled In Sardinia, An Unexpected Journey in Italy. Jeff Biggers, welcome to the show. Let me say before we begin that I'm as guilty as many Americans I know are, even those who have been to Italy dozens of times who say, you know, I got to go to Sardinia sometime. So off the west coast of Italy, below Corsica, above Sicily, floating in the Tyrrhenian Sea in the Mediterranean, Sardinia has apparently been dissed for centuries by travel writers as famous as D.H. Lawrence. Um, how do you account for that? Well, you know, uh, Italy has this abundance of riches, Right. And we often feel we have to follow the grand tour that they've been doing for centuries, that we start in Venice and Florence and see these great uh, medieval and Renaissance treasures. And then we get to to Rome and we go to ancient Rome. And then perhaps we might go off to Tuscany and see some of the can even go to the ancient Etruscans. But, you know, Rudy, there's this other part of Italy that I really understood. It took me 30 years to get over there, that to truly understand this other part of of Italy that we love, we almost have to go even deeper. And that means we almost need to go to Sardinia first to really understand Italy. Well, you know, you're part of our Right Stuff segment, and I've got to tell you, your book is so thoroughly reached in Sardinia. What astounded me the most is the history of the people who invaded or lived on our uh, on Sardinia, Etruscans, Carthaginians, Vandals, Goths, Muslims, Romans. But please describe for me this one age called the Nuragi Nur- Age and the construction mm-hmm. of those, those megalithic edifices that are sprinkled all over Sardinia. I mean, we're talking stuff from 1900 to 730 BC, uh, which, which has led you, by the way, to call Sardinia a prehistoric hotspot. What are, what are these, who are these people? And what are these, uh, um, these, these edifices that you call, instead of towers, you call, what do you call them? We call them Naragi. And they don't really even know the origin of that word. You know, if you, there's a certain map I like that if you, that shifted Europe by 90 degrees. And if you do that and you have uh, Europe and Turkey on the right and Africa uh, on the left, right in the center, 
is the Mediterranean. And right in the center of that is Sardinia. And it, if you really kind of look at that map in a different way, you see that in the ancient period, Sardinia really was central to the whole story of the Mediterranean. It was the nexus for exchange. They were trading obsidian, you know, six, 7,000 years ago throughout Europe. And then in the Bronze Age, which is 4,000 years ago, was the rise of this incredible civilization called the Neurogic culture that had incredible bronze finds. And then they created these incredible towers, almost look like medieval towers, but they're anywhere from 4,000 to 3,000 years old. And you find those virtually throughout the entire island, both on the coast and the plains and the mountains. And, and they're still very mysterious, Rudy. We don't really know the origins. Were they temples? Were they fortresses? And I want to underline what you said 4,000 years ago, but it seems that only recently, again, from reading your book, it seems archaeologists have only recently come to realize that Sardinia is what, as I say, you like to call a prehistoric hotspot with these Neolithic terms and these Bronze Age uh, towers and, and other evidence of advanced civilizations. It, it doesn't seem like uh, the island got all that much respect from archaeologists and other uh, scientists. You know, I think that's very true. In the last 20, 30 years, there's just been an explosion of discoveries that are truly rewriting the history of the Mediterranean. And, and that's not really a hyperbole. That's really what archaeologists and historians are saying. I'll give you an example. At the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York are going to be arriving within a month these massive sculptures that were carved 3,000 years ago. They're at least eight feet tall. They were part of a necropolis that was found uh, about 30, 40 years ago. And these are really some of the largest colossus sculptures of, of the human form that you find in the Mediterranean, if not the oldest. This is even before ancient Greece. And so this is part of the discoveries that's very exciting about visiting Sardinia, because not only do you see this beautiful nature, but now you begin to put it in the context that there is uh, layers and layers and layers of civilization that inform this historical experience that now is, is emerging and rising and, and really informs the cultural revival today. Fascinating stuff. Jeff Biggers is the author. The book is called In Sardinia, An Unexpected Journey in Italy. Pick it up. You will find it fascinating. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back. The world of travel never stops, and you can always find us 24-7 at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them, right to the heart of where grand cities were born. Immerse yourself in the culture and cuisine of these cities and explore river cruising with AMA Waterways. On cruises to Europe or the Nile River, you can choose a complimentary land package pre- or post-cruise. Each land package includes stays at world-class hotels, guided excursions, daily breakfasts, cruise managers throughout your journey, and more. Just contact your preferred travel advisor or visit amawaterways.com, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer. Then accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. 
You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Looking for peace of mind when it comes to your car's performance? Well, look no further than our friends at CarShield. With plans for every budget, CarShield offers protection plans that cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Plus, they offer plans that come with roadside assistance 24-7, courtesy towing and rental car options. Call Call Car Shield today at 800 451 7776 to save 20%. That's 800 451 7776 or visit slash carry to save 20% today or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Robert and I have been Hilton Honors Diamond members for years for a reason. Their award-winning guest loyalty program offers members hundreds of ways to earn and redeem points, including with select co-branded credit cards. Members can redeem points for free nights, purchases on Amazon, exclusive experiences, charitable contributions, and a whole lot more. And in addition to other benefits, members will always get the lowest prices on all Hilton hotels when they book direct on Hilton.com or on the Hilton Honors app. The program is free to join, and for all things Hilton, just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. All right, welcome back, everyone. Mary and I have decided to use these next six minutes of the show to answer some of the emails you've sent in to us. And today's D-Block, well, we're sponsored by MyPillow.com slash carry. Well, here's some savings for you. How about saving 70% off your morning coffee? All you need to do is go to MyPillow.com slash carry. You're also going to see beach blankets and beach towels. Those are all 60% off. They have the MyPillow sandals. They're just $19.50. And you can also upgrade your bed sheets. Right now, the Giza sheets are as low as $29.98. And the six-piece towel sets are on clearance for $25. Listen, it's deals, deals, deals. Deals, folks, you can get all these savings and others as well at mypillow.com slash carry. Go check them out today. Let us know some of your favorites, all right? You can find a link, as always, to all of these deals at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Okay, email number one is from Paula, who listens to us in Sulphur Springs, Tennessee. That would be our nearby affiliate, AM 1320 WGOC Radio. She writes... I found your show on our station recently, and the timing couldn't be more perfect. I'm looking to surprise my husband with a trip to Las Vegas for his 40th. Neither of us have ever been there, but it's a bucket list goal for us. I'm imagining five divine days of relaxing massages, poolside drinks, good food, <laughs> well, good for her, really, <laughs> and other special surprises. Where do you think the best spot is in Las Vegas? I'd also like to know some recommendations on places to stay, restaurants, and something awesome to do that will make this the best trip. Well, Paula, I wish you had told us when you'd be traveling to Las Vegas. I would avoid the middle of summer. 
summer since temperatures can regularly be 100 plus degrees in July and August. So for that reason alone, I would suggest January to May or October and November. Yeah, agree. All right, I'll take the spas here. So don't be deterred by the size. Most of the spas in Vegas are really large, like 40 to 60,000 square feet. I would say I like big spas in destinations like that because they get really busy, but they feel more private because they have a lot of different spaces to relax. So first one, the Venetian and Palazzo. So this spa gets a mention because this is the famous Canyon Ranch Spa. If you know, you know, they have world-class spas in several locations here in the States. It's all about the treatments, the food, the nutrition, total mind-body. But the two spas that I've personally experienced and I can highly recommend are located at the Wynn Las Vegas and the Encore, two sister properties. Incidentally, both fantastic hotels, right, Robert? Yeah, We've stayed there. They're fantastic hotels. So the Encore Spa is beautiful. They have garden suites with natural light coming in. It's very bright and airy. If you're familiar with the Hawaiian treatments like the Lomi Lomi massages, you can find them there as well. They have a Polynesian influence. They have waterfall showers, plenty of steam rooms, pools. It's great. But my favorite is the spa at the Wynn. So they redesigned it in 2019. It feels brand new and its decor reminds you of nightfall. So it's very different from the Encore. Think stars and moonlight. It's not as bright or filled with natural light, but it doesn't matter because it's done so well. It's really unique, really cool design. And both of those spas have won the prestigious Forbes five-star awards. And that's very key because that's all about the therapists and the decor and the food and all the beverages. And well, we're going to see what she thing. has to tell so, us to say on that. Quick restaurant recommendation. Go off the strip to Ferraro's for oh, Italian. You had, yeah, you took me there. That was yes. great. You know what? Yeah. Excellent idea on yeah. that. Uh, Paula, if you haven't done it already, I know you mentioned you just found the show. Go to our website, rmworldtravel.com. I say that because if you click on the big Let's Go America tour events and live remotes that we've done, we actually featured Las Vegas back in February 2022. You're going to find so much of what we did. You'll find all of the information on the wind because that's where we broadcast from as well. Uh, I agree with Mary. You're not going to find a better property there. Bellagio's nice. Caesars offers a fun time. Cosmopolitan is certainly going to be memorable. Rudy enjoys the area. Even the new resorts world is worth looking at. Something that Mary and I did that we still talk about. It's not that expensive. The Las Vegas Motor Speedway is a short drive from the Las Vegas Strip. Go drive a Lamborghini, a Porsche, a Corvette, whatever is your liking at high speeds around the track. So much fun. What a 40th birthday gift, right? I mean, Dream Racing, by the way, is the company that we worked with. All right, email number two real quick. It comes from Ben, who listens to us in Cottondale, Alabama. That would be our Tuscaloosa affiliate, FM 105.9 WRTR Radio. He writes, my job has me traveling again, and I find all the flying to be a grind. Since I know you travel a lot, any suggestions on ways to make air travel more manageable? Ben, I'm curious if you were traveling a lot in the past or if it's something new. Travel, listen, it can be enjoyable in so many ways, but for those of us who do it regularly, yes, it can be taxing. Yes, there are ways to make it less of a grind, as you put it. I try to make a game out of it the best I can. Pick an airline, maximize your mileage, and then treat yourself to a big trip. Use your time constructively. Don't sleep on the plane or watch movies and eat. Be productive. Work on projects. My point, when you make your travel time work for you, it'll make your traveling more fulfilling, less onerous. All right, well, I have a few. I say get to the airport early to lower your stress. Yes, you do. You need ample time to get from the parking area to the terminal to check in if you need to do that, security, all of that. So avoid those lines. Get there early. And also, uh, carry a photocopy of your driver's license or passport with you in your carry-on or take a photo of them on your phone in case you lose them. You have them there. I pack light, as light as I can. I recommend that. And don't put urgently needed items in your checked baggage. And definitely wear shoes that are comfortable so that you can move quickly throughout the airport should you need to. And again, in the event of a gate change or TSA something like that. TSA pre-check, $78 for five years. Look at that. Have a good attitude, you know, and make it an adventure. That's basically what I would say. Also, have the airline website and phone number handy in the event anything goes wrong. Talk to a person. Uh, last thing, pre-book your parking spot, especially these days. 
Thank you very much, Paula and Ben, for today's questions. If you have your own travel question, comment, or show comment, send them our way at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. Up next, Boise, Idaho is where we're headed for today's destination spotlight. We still have a busy hour two to come as well. This is RM World Travel, folks. We're back in three minutes. Stay with us. Join the travel duo and team by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Well, as our world travel get-together moves right along today, folks, Mary and I thought we'd check in with Boise, Idaho for today's destination spotlight. Located in the 10th state in our nation, admitted to the Union back in 1890 and known as the Gem State, we last checked in on the City of Trees during our September 9th, 2017 live broadcast. This portion of the program is sponsored exclusively by Travel Pro Luggage. And this weekend, you can find the perfect Father's Day gift and save 15 percent site-wide at travelpro.com equipping the world to travel like a pro with first class luggage sets and travel accessories whether it's upcoming summer travel or maybe you have an important getaway or a business trip one of the most important items to help you have a successful trip is very good quality luggage yes at all we always say that folks mary and i listen we travel with the platinum elite and round trip collections rudy prefers the max light series travel pro luggage is the choice of flight crews and in the know frequent travelers why well because they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties go get dad some new luggage for father's day save 15 percent site-wide at travelpro.com. You'll find a link as well at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. As Robert said, Boise, Idaho is our focus. For today's destination spotlight, waiting to connect with us on that show hotline is their executive director, Carrie Westergaard. Good morning, Carrie. Nice to have you aboard America's number one travel radio show. Good morning. Thanks for having me here. Well, we really appreciate you giving us some time this morning. So, you know, we were talking earlier with Jeff Freeman of U.S. Travel for our Chief Travel Leader conversation. I mentioned that during the pandemic, many locations offering ample outdoor spaces and activities, you know, be it beaches or lakes, the mountains, national or state parks, they saw a big spike in their tourism numbers, right? You know, so from our experience in your city, Boise certainly fits that criteria. I'm sure you've seen big tourism numbers in recent years because of it. So now that the world is pretty much reopened to international travel, giving folks you know, more options and places to go. Do you expect you're going to revert back to pre-pandemic tourism levels? And does it make it maybe a good time to come visit the City of Trees? Well, I think it's always a great time to come visit us any time of the year. I would say we were one of those markets that fared pretty well, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, We are right connected to so many, you know, thousands and thousands of miles of um, open space and mountains and trails and, you know, just openness. And so a lot of people did discover for the first time Boise, you know, when they couldn't go anywhere else, there was that pent up demand and people really wanted to get out and go somewhere still. And so they'd go to someplace familiar or someplace new and they could work from anywhere. And so we got a lot of um, leisure travelers, which really helped offset our meetings and convention and corporate market that halted at that time. Um, You know, sports still kind of remained a little steady. Um, So now we're seeing it drop a little slightly with leisure numbers. So I do think it's a good time to revisit Mm -hmm. and continue to to see what you know, great things there are here in the market. Carrie, the food scene in Boise really impressed us when we were there in the past, but also Idaho is the top barley grower in the U.S. and the second largest producer of hops. So you have many award-winning beers for visitors and you have a big wine scene. Uh, All of this, I think, if people have not been to Boise, would not necessarily expect. And I think you have a big wine event coming up at the Botanical Garden next weekend. So talk a little bit about the food, beer, and wine scene. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a big surprise that we do have such award-winning chefs and restaurants here. We actually had uh, more businesses open during the pandemic than closed, which I think is is a surprising fact. But we um, we had four area chefs that were recently named as semifinalists for James Beard, and they were all from Basque food to Mexican dishes to um, five-course, kind of a communal setting, um, prefix menu with kin. And then we have an Ethiopian and Etrian um, food that was also recognized. And then as far as the beer and wine, um, we do have Savor Idaho coming up, which will have um, wineries from all over the state showcasing their award-winning wines um, Mm -hmm. for the day on Sunday. So we're really excited about that. And beer, you know, we've just got a real great selection of real uh, unique blends, um, over 20 craft breweries in the area. Boise, it's a place that really surprised us when we first visited. It far exceeded our expectations. We've always felt, you know, since then, frankly, it's an under-the-radar kind of a hidden gem place to visit in the U.S. You know, when you think about all the outdoor activities we've talked about in and around Boise, the landscape, the topography, I mean, you've got a thriving arts community, you've got this outdoor Shakespeare amphitheater, uh, ballet, all of that. But as a local, I know you've been there over a decade or so now, what do you most enjoy about living in Boise, Carrie, and, you know, enjoy sharing with visitors? Absolutely. Well, I love the outdoors. I love that we have an urban, very vibrant, alive, you know, we it's not a city that closes at five or shuts down, but then so accessible to the outdoors. There's a green belt that runs along the Boise River, 25 miles on each side. There's a trail system of over 190 miles of trails in the foothills. Uh, there's whitewater rafting within 30 minutes from here, some world-class whitewater rafting. And then we just have all the, like we talked about, some of the great, you know, dining and wineries and, you know, that, that type of experience. Yeah. And then when we talk about the arts, I mean, we're a city that's an isolated city. We're five hours from the next largest city, so we've really self-created. We've got a very... Um, vibrant art scenes as well if we wanted an opera the opera was created we wanted shakespeare the shakespeare you know you guys built it Broadway yeah here and that's yeah. all so really quick we just got to ask you you've got about 15 seconds in this one fact on boise you don't think our listeners would know about well i just think most people say they're so surprised when they get here you know so i mm-hmm. think you know you just have to come and experience it we are a city you want to have a beer with if you go to our website you'll see that but i definitely think that there's a there's something for everyone here all right well folks you can go find out more plan your own travels at visitboise.com. Carrie, we really appreciate the check-in today. We hope you have a nice weekend, okay? Thanks, you too. Thanks, Carrie. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, Mary, well, there we go. Uh, by the way, 600 well, miles to San Francisco, yeah. 500 to Seattle, and about 350 to Salt Lake City. Yeah, now I want to go back to Boise. Folks, if you haven't been to Boise, as we just said, uh, it is an under-the-radar destination, well worth a visit, so visit Boise.com. That's how we're going to wrap our one of the show this week. Hour two will kick off the National Communal Forum in just a few minutes. Plus, still ahead is the Personal Connection, Open Road with RJ, and so much more. Thanks for spending 120 minutes with us today for America's number one travel radio show. Don't forget, you can catch us live or anytime at rmworldtravel.com. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.